welcome to Thoughts in the Market. I'm Andrew Sheets, Morgan Stanley's Chief Cross-Asset Strategist. And I'm Bruna Skarnica, Morgan Stanley's UK Economist. And on this special two-part edition of the podcast, we focused on the latest political, economic, and market developments in the United Kingdom and how investors should think about the situation now and going forward. It's Thursday, October 27th at 2 p.m. in London. So, Bruna, the world's eyes have been on the UK over the last couple of months, not only because it's the world's sixth largest economy, but because it's been experiencing an unprecedented level of market volatility, and it also has had an unusually large amount of political volatility. So I think a good place to start this discussion is just taking a step back. How would you currently frame the economic challenges facing the UK? Indeed, the level of volatility has truly been historic, both in the macro space, in the market, and in politics. Now, in terms of what Prime Minister Sunak has on his tray coming into number 10, first, let me mention the fiscal challenges. Chancellor Hunt, who's currently in number 11, has already reversed nearly all the measures from the mini-budget, which was the catalyst of all this turbulence. Still, there is more to come. We think another £30 billion of fiscal tightening will be needed to stabilise debt-to-GDP ratio in the medium term. Some more austerity, which of course will be negative for growth. Now, this fiscal tightening, of course, comes in order to facilitate Bank of England's monetary tightening and help return inflation to the 2% target. The Bank of England has already hiked the bank rate to 2.25%, and we expect further hikes to come. So a lot of monetary tightening weighing on growth too. And all of this is coming in the context of a very large external shock, that is the energy price move that has led to a spike in utility bills that the state is helping to counter, but that is weighing on UK's disposable income. Given all of these challenges, how do you think the Bank of England is going to react? They have an upcoming meeting on November 3rd, and they're facing a backdrop where on the one hand, the UK has some of the highest core inflation in the developed world. And on the other hand, it has a number of these risks to growth, which you just outlined. How do you think they try to thread that needle and what do you think they ultimately do? Indeed, the Bank of England has this year had a really complicated task at its hand. What started as the energy shock to inflation, first impacting headline inflation, then spread onto pretty much every part of the consumer basket. The Bank of England, we think, has no choice but to tighten further from here. Chief Economist Pill in the aftermath of the mini-budget said that there will be a significant monetary response to the fiscal news and financial market volatility. As I've mentioned, the mini-budget was almost entirely scrapped, volatility subsided, and so we think this significant response on November 3rd will come in the form of a 75 basis point hike. And we also see clear messaging from the Bank of England next week that this should be perceived as a one-off level shift and that the pace of tightening will slow from December, as a lot of monetary tightening has already been delivered. We're expecting a 50 basis point move from the bank then, and then two more 25 basis points hikes in the first quarter next year, leaving the terminal rate at 4%. In the Bank of England's thinking, how does inflation come down? You know, Because you still have imported inflation from a weak currency. You still have some of the higher friction costs to trade coming through from Brexit. You still have quite high core inflation. But what do you think the Bank of England is looking at that gives it conviction? Alternatively, you know, what do you think is the most likely way those predictions could be wrong? Well, the first thing to mention is the energy price inflation. 
It is true that our in-house Morgan Stanley view is that energy prices, for example, natural gas prices, will not meaningfully correct from here. However, even if they stay at their current levels, inflation itself is going to slow, and that's going to be a big drag on headline inflation over the course of next year and more so into 2024 and 2025. Additionally, the UK has seen a very sharp increase in traded goods inflation, And our Morgan Stanley in-house view is that some of this is going to come off next year in the US and the DM space more broadly, which we think will help lower UK's headline and core inflation over the course of next year too. We do think services inflation will remain stickier. We think it's going to average around 5% next year actually, because our labor market's very tight and wage growth will remain at levels that are not consistent with meeting the 2% inflation target. However, the traded goods and energy prices, we think, should help with lowering headline inflation. And that is what the Bank of England is reflecting in its forecasts. So, Bruno, you mentioned the strength of the UK labor market holding up despite you know, a number of these macroeconomic challenges. What's going on there? What do you think explains the strength? And how big of a problem do you think that is for the Bank of England's policy challenges? That's a great question because our employment levels are actually not yet back to where they were pre-COVID. So a question arises as to why is our labour market this tight? And it's all about supply, really. The UK's participation rate has been very subdued in the aftermath of the COVID shock. Some of it is to do with Brexit, a slowdown in migration flows from the EU from 2020 onwards, because, of course, we've seen COVID and the Brexit shock coincide. However, much of it is to do with the drop in participation of UK-born labour. For example, we now have a record high number of potential workers out of the labour force due to self-reported health issues. The healthcare backlog and NHS waiting lists are at an all-time high. And we now seem to have very limited fiscal space to address this. So we actually took down our own labour supply growth forecasts recently. This means that we do expect the slowdown in employment growth and when the recession comes, shedding of employees over the course of next year, and that to be the main factor driving the rise in the unemployment rate. So you have been calling for a recession around the end of the year in the UK and weak growth really through the middle of 2023. Is that still your forecast and what are the most likely factors that could change it? Yes, that is still the case. We're looking for a 1% contraction in 2023 and for a recession to kick off in the second half of 2022. In terms of positive catalysts, I would say if natural gas prices fall further, the government will have more fiscal space to support the economy as opposed to using the funds to counter the external energy price hit. It would, of course, help with keeping the inflation somewhat lower. More resilient consumer spending, perhaps as some of those pandemic excess savings are spent, is another upside risk, but we see a very low probability of this happening. And finally, a more aggressive global disinflation, something I've mentioned when it comes to global traded goods inflation, leading to a faster return to positive real income growth. That's another factor to think about, and that would be beneficial for consumers and, of course, for overall UK GDP growth. So those are the main positive factors, I would say. Bruna, thanks for taking the time to talk. Great speaking with you, Andrew. And thanks for listening. Be sure to tune in for the upcoming part two of our conversation about the UK. If you enjoy Thoughts in the Market, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and share the podcast with a friend or colleague today. The preceding content is informational only and based on information available when created. It is not an offer or solicitation, nor is it tax or legal advice. It does not consider your financial circumstances and objectives and may not be suitable for you. 